We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on the fan. It is a final from Dodger Stadium, and the results are not good as the Brewers fall in game one of this wild card series 4-2. The final welcome, everybody, Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Austin, Texas, is producing the show tonight. And uh, I... I really don't know how to start with the storyline. I guess I could start with two runs. That's probably not going to be winning, uh, good enough to win a lot of baseball games. So we can start with the offense there. However, there were other things in this game. Some good, believe it or not. Some, some of the uh, aspects of this game were good, and maybe they can carry some of that confidence into game two because, again, I, I, uh, I hate the term break down the game. That's what we're going to do here tonight, at least the opening segment in our game recap, because there were some uh, situations here that I'm uh, I'm a little unclear on. I'm just a little curious about, as uh, the Brewers now best of three series, keep in mind, a little bit different uh, with the structure of the playoffs this year, and uh, now backs against the wall. Win or you go home. Win or the campaign is over. Win or the chance for the World Series is done. All of those things apply here as you head into game two. The good news, Brandon Woodruff is on the hill for the crew tomorrow, and you you want your best guy out there, and you've got your best guy out there. So uh, here's where, you know, an injury played a big part, and that's Ryan Braun's exit. We'll get to that in just a second here mid-back uh, discomfort, and I'm not sure where he hurt that. I would imagine on the play near the wall, but uh, nonetheless, uh, he had to be removed from the game. That was a huge, huge part of of this game. Probably, well, no, I shouldn't say bigger than the Brent Suter uh, embarrassment that was out there, and I love that dude. I love, you, know, you guys know this, but uh, my goodness, my goodness, you know, you finally get the Brewers uh, in, in, in again, 
um, you were, you know, on the bubble, the playoff uh, uh, Mendoza line, if you will, the entire season long. You you get your way in by hook or crook. You got into the playoffs, and you get this matchup against the um, mighty L.A. Dodgers and the center stage here, the final game of a huge day of playoff baseball, historic day of playoff baseball, and you start out the game that way in the bottom of the first. And that just, man, I just felt horrible. I felt horrible, first of all, for Brent Suter himself. I felt bad for the organization. I felt bad for his teammates, and I felt bad for us fans. I did. That was just, wow, it's painful. That was so painful. We thought the offense was painful. You guys sat through that first inning with Brent Suter. Wow. That that was tough. Uh, if you want to respond and, and get your reaction in here, uh, playoff baseball, it's back here in Milwaukee. They made it in, and that's the key. Now they've uh, they've got Brandon Woodruff in game two tomorrow. We'll get to a lot on the show tonight. Hear from manager Craig Council. Get the latest on that injury to Ryan Braun. Boy, just another obstacle to overcome in 2020. And that's what it comes down to. You, you just got to, you know, <laughs> I guess roll with the punches. Because you've been you've been punched a lot. Some of it uh, self-inflicted. Most of it just being circumstance. And David Stern said and, and admitted last Sunday that some of the moves he made just did not work out. So some self-inflicted. But others just, hey, I, you can't predict injuries, guys. You can't. And they, they got bitten by the injury bug in this one. Let's get to our uh, game recap. Again, your reaction, 414-799-1250. Do you feel any better going into game two? Do you feel any better that they did legitimately have a shot in this series? Not in the game, but in the series now. It did prove to me that you know, with all that this team has, has, has gone through this year, this game and this series – now is even more proof, this game, that they do have a chance or did have a chance in the series, whichever your perspective is. It told me that they they did coming in. Council knew they did coming in. It's one batter at a time. If you got to break it down to one pitch at a time, go for it. Get outs with your outgetters. Doesn't matter who they are, what the names on the jerseys are, because I know we want Devin Williams and Corbin Burns and even the crafty, lefty, veteran, Brent Anderson. You want all these guys in there. They're just not They're not here right now. So you got to make do with what you've got. And I don't want to have the loser mentality of I'm, I'm proud of these guys. You know, they, they only lost 4-2. to two. Nah, I don't want to go there. It's a bummer that they lost. It is. It sucks when they had a chance to win this thing. This was a one-run game. And a team mid-game, this Brewer squad, Gaining confidence by the pitch. And the two-out hit didn't come. A runner at second base a couple of times with one out. The hit didn't come. You know, you get these, uh, you know, Christian Yelich double in the seventh inning, and who's up next? It's Tyrone Taylor when it could have been Ryan Braun there in a one-run game. Think about that, guys. A one-run game, Brawny in L.A. The legend from Milwaukee in L.A. in a one-run game, and Christian's there at second base. One swing of the bat against a left-hander. Now, I would imagine uh, Dave Roberts would have countered with a righty, but nonetheless, uh, that injury hurt. Um, 
We'll get into our game recap. And again, uh, hopefully we're going to hear from Brent Suter. We, w- we will hear from uh, Craig Council. And we will hear from you guys at 414-799-1250. All right, first inning. Here's where we start with the breakdown of the game. And I, I don't want to use that term, so that's the last time you're going to hear it. Um, Christian Yelich was put into the leadoff spot to, 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 to have a little splash value, right? Reminiscent of the NLCS at Miller Park a couple of years ago where the Dodgers did it. Dave, these same Dodgers. Dave Roberts did it with David Freeze. David Freeze, that dude, killed us in a Cardinals uniform. Remember that? And then Freeze is inserted as the leadoff guy and homers. Okay, let's answer that back two years later. Craig Council moves yelling into the leadoff spot. Christian, dude, really? Here's what happened. Fastball looking. Strike one. Second pitch, fastball looking, strike two. The at-bat's over at that point. That was just as good as a strikeout to me after two pitches. And I knew what, you know what the outcome was, curveball, and he strikes out. Dude, splash value. Shock him. It's tough for me to get on Christian Yelich here, but dude, really? You're thrust into there not to work a walk. We have Eric Sogard for that. You needed to swing the baseball bat. And I think what happened is he changed his model line on his bats. I don't know if you heard about this. I just read this uh, a couple hours ago. He changed the bat that he uses. Did you know about this? It's the air bat model. Yeah. So one out. Sorry, Christian. Sorry, dude. Um Ends up striking out in the first. Uh, then uh, it's uh, Ryan Braun. Had a, had a much better at-bat, a professional at-bat, deep count, uh, worked at full and ended up striking out. And then a deep line out to left by Jerko, and then we get to the bottom of the first. Suter an absolute mess in the, in the bottom of the first inning. Bets with a double to lead things off. Then a walk to Seeger. Turner then popped up for the first out. Then a walk to Muncie to load the bases. All right, come on, kid. This is a ground ball. Get you out of this thing. 543 is your phone number, right? Then a bases loaded walk to Will Smith. It's one zip. One zip. Then there's, uh, at, this, at that point, three walks in the inning. Then he gets Bellinger to pop it up for the second out. All right, kid, let's get out of this with just the one run. It's a little messy, but you, you, can, you can save face a little bit here. Uh, runners do hold on that shallow fly ball. It's actually a pop-up, but uh, Pollock then walks to drive in a run. It's two-zip. Four walks in the inning, and then he gets a ground ball by uh, Rios to get out of that thing. A double and four walks and a painful inning, up over 30 pitches, two-zip to the second inning. Brewers, a one-out base runner, base hit by Avi Garcia, after a strikeout to Vogelbach, strikeout to Arcia, and a flyout ends that frame. Uh, bottom of the second inning. No business running Suter back out there for the second inning. After that debacle, after that deplorable showing in the first inning, wow, you're going to run him back out there and think he's going to settle in? His max pitch count this year was 59. He wasn't going to eat up the next two or three innings. No chance of that.
And what happens? Here's what happens. The Dodgers sit and they think about it. They think about, man, this dude was wild. He just got a talking to. He's going to settle in and start throwing strikes so he doesn't walk people, and we're going to hammer him. And that's what they did. Back-to-back doubles, immediately plating a run. Taylor and Betts, and there you go. That's Betts' second double. That made it three zip. Two outs later, a walk to Muncie. His fifth walk. He's only walked five guys all season long. Council has finally seen enough. Goes to get uh, Yardley. And two on, two out, bottom of the second inning. Yardley then uh, enters the game, gets that deep shot, uh, but uh, gets out of it. Three zip to the third inning. And Keston Hero with a leadoff walk. Um, but after that, Narvaez strikes out. Yelich then hits into fielder's choice. Uh, so he reaches. Um, then, uh, let's see, Braun strikes out. And right there, that's the last we're going to see, see of Braun. Bueller, 6Ks through three innings of work with a three-zip game. Yardley, one, two, three in the bottom half. Uh, first out, nice defense by Jerko and Yardley. They hook up. Uh, and then it's to the fourth inning. Brewers get back in it in the top of this fourth inning. A one-out double by Vogelbach. Deep shot by Abisail Garcia. That's tracked down near the wall. That's tough right there. But Orlando Arcia gets the Brewers on the board. And the 0-2 to Arcia. That ball is ripped to left field. He thinks he may have got it. And he did. A two-run shot. Orlando Arcia. And just like that, the Brewers are back within a run. And that's the focus. That's the potential that I was talking about earlier. Postseason, this guy gives you quality at-bats all the time. And Orlando with a big home run right there. Creeping up right now on the Dodgers with two outs in the top of the fourth inning. A lot of baseball left. And the Brew Crew celebrating this one. Again, missing his spot. Walker Bueller knows it, pitched down in the zone, and so does Orlando. Yeah, 3-2 right there. Brewers indeed back into this thing. Orlando Arcia has tied the franchise mark for the most postseason home runs with, no, not 14, four. Uh, Tied with Prince Fielder, sorry, for the cynicism tonight. Um And at this point, it's 3-2. You're feeling probably like, wow, a bucket of bolts, and he put together a plane, and it's flying, did Craig Council. And so it's 3-2 right there. Let's pause this, and we'll get to uh, Joe in New Berlin at 799-1250. Joe, your reaction after this Brewers 4-2 loss? You know, it's a tough one to lose right away off the first bat, but after that, for, after the second inning there, I mean, it felt like it was over. I was ready to call it a season. But, you know, Arcia hitting that home run brought us back into it. I felt a lot better. I was feeling pretty decent throughout the game. You know, it was a tough one to take. But, you know, do we really think we were going to win this game going full bullpen? I'm glad that the bullpen actually held up. Didn't give up many runs after. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good with uh, Woody going tomorrow, and I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and Joe, they've got Woodruff on the hill, and they've got Josh Hader for six outs. And, and it better be six outs. Well, yeah, without Williams, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I was, I'm glad to see, you know, uh, obviously Yelich and Hira haven't been hitting all, all year. 
But, you know, I'm glad to see Vogelbach hitting some balls hard. Tyrone Taylor didn't look lost at the plate at all. He looked like he belonged in the major leagues. So I'm glad that, you know, I, I think we can hit a little bit here. I, I, I'm feeling cautiously optimistic. Okay, Jerko uh, is is a pro at bat. He's been uh, one of their, if not their best hitter all year. And then Avi Garcia is starting to have a lot better at bats here too. At three hits tonight, so okay, I'm with you there. I I think they do have a chance. Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, keep the faith. And that's why it was set up this way. This was sort of that game. This is the way I looked at it. I looked at it as this was sort of the freebie game, almost, almost. Of course, you want to win the game. However, if you didn't, you have your ace on the mound tomorrow. If you did win, you have your ace on the mound tomorrow. Let's worry about Friday if it happens. Who cares who's going to be out there? If Hater's not available uh, for Friday's game, who cares at that point? You got to go with uh, Justin Topa again or whoever you need to go with out there, Ray Black. Josh Lindblom, Adrian Hauser, all these guys come into play on Friday. Well, they basically come into play tomorrow, all hands on deck. But wouldn't it be nice? Woody hands the ball to Hader and a Brewers victory. Guys, that could happen. That's a legit chance at that. 414-799-1250. All right, so uh, Eric Sogar does extend that inning after the Orlando Arcia home run there, but that's where the uh, uh, the uh, frame ended. Keston uh, swinging a middle on uh, swing swing at a fastball right down the middle on the first pitch and and was late. Then on the second pitch, fastball right down the middle and was late on that and fouled it. I mean, it's not just that the Brewers aren't hitting, but they're not hitting. You know, middle, middle fastballs. I mean, they're not hitting hanging, breaking balls that should have been hit to Malibu. All season long, they're not hitting pitches right. I mean, you can you can tell this team that it's going to be a fastball, and they at times would miss it this year. So that's compounding the issue for sure. Uh, he ends up striking out Keston did. Uh, later in the sequence. But the Brewers got back in it in the fourth inning. It's 3-2. to two. Yardley back out there for the bottom half of the fourth inning, and we know what happened. Yard. One, two, three in the bottom half, including a couple of strikeouts. The only two, by the way, to that point for Brewers pitching. But what a job by Yardley. Two and a third of scoreless baseball. I mean, shutdown inning after the Brewers got back in it. That's an understatement. There's your Chevy MVB right there. He is. That's brought to you by Chevy, the 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. To the fifth, mid-game, 3-2 L.A. Some moves for both teams here to start out that fifth inning. Bueller's day is done. Two runs on three hits with eight strikeouts, by the way. He gives way to uh, the lefty Julio Urias. Narvaez leading off the fifth. Council goes to his bench. Nottingham to replace Narvaez. He strikes out. Uh, that brings up Christian Yelich. And Yelly with a base hit. It won't be Braun right there. Mm. Fifth inning. One on. One out. Ryan Braun. And it's Tyrone Taylor. Now, Joe, uh, who had just checked in with us, 
Joe, I agree with you. I thought Tyrone Taylor, it's too bad that the season may come to a close because you give Tyrone Taylor another 30, 40 games worth of ABs, I think we would have gotten a good look at, at the future for him. I'm not saying it would have worked out. I'm just saying there would have been some additional clarity. But the at-bats did look much better. He didn't look like a deer in headlights. But, man, what a tough spot to have no brawn. He left the game right there in the fifth inning due to mid-back discomfort. We'll get more on that. Uh, Jerko ends the frame. But another challenge for Council in that fifth inning. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 3-2, they're in this thing mid-game, bottom of the fifth inning. Who's next up? Justin Topa. Okay. One, two, three for Topa. Brewers, mid-game, gaining confidence that they can take this thing. Into the sixth inning, it's a one-run game, guys. Brewers, a chance in that sixth inning. After one out, Avisail with a flare single, he moves to second base on an air by Muncie. Lando strikes out. Mm. Sogard uh, grounds out. 3-2 at that point. Topa on for a second inning of work in the bottom of that sixth inning. Topa into some trouble in the bottom half a little bit. Leadoff base hit by Bellinger. That snapped a streak of 10 consecutive Dodgers retired by both Yardley and Topa. However, he gets the uh, double play ground ball. Pitcher's best friend, man, Edwin Rios, then fights him for a nine-pitch walk. That dude's good. I I didn't know much about Edwin Rios, but he looks pretty good. Um, He faces Chris Taylor with bets on deck. Big turning point in this game if the Brewers were going to come back to win. You didn't want bets you know, up there with a couple of runners aboard. He gets a fly out, Topa does, uh, to get out of that inning. Topa and Yardley, four and a third, scoreless. Stays 3-2, now into the seventh inning. Brewers, another chance in the seventh. Keston, 0-2, uh, to start the sequence, strikes out. Nottingham starts out 0-2 to start the sequence, strikes out. Yelich, a 1-1 pitch with a double down the left field line. He's 2-3 for three to that point. Tying run again at second base. The injury to Braun plays big right there. Again, it was one on with uh, Brawny's uh, spot due up in the fifth. Now one on, Brawny's spot due up in the seventh. Mm. They don't score. 3-2 to the bottom of the seventh. Freddie Peralta enters the game. Faces uh, Mookie Betts in the top of the order coming up. Freddie gives up a one-out, 2-2 pitch home run to Seager given the Dodgers a uh, 4-2 lead, and we all know what happened after that. You just didn't feel good after after that. Tryman was coming in for the eighth inning. was going to be tough. Tryman and uh, their, their closer, Kenley Jansen, it was just going to be so tough. Two-out base hit by Avi Garcia, his third hit of the game in that eighth inning. Uh, strikeout by Lando, and it stays 4-2 to the bottom. Drew Rasmussen, a scoreless bottom of the eighth. 4-2 to the ninth after two outs. Jace Peterson off the bench, works the walk, bringing up Christian Yelich, and yeah. Swing and a miss in the whiff. Uh, there's your final 4-2, 414-799-1250. Vincent Nanaheim, you're right in that uh, neck of the woods out there. What's happening, dude? Hey, man, what's up, man? man first of all, I'll say congratulations for getting to the playoffs three years, three years in a row, man. That's good for you to support the organization. But, man, I'm going to keep it real. I like Brent Suter. I like his character. He's a funny guy to me. But you got to get out. That's what you get paid for. You don't walk guys, man. If you take away the two scores, the two runs that they got off 
walking when the base is loaded. It would have been a 2-2 game, damn it. And I would have kept Brett Schu- I would have walked him out there, but as soon as he gave up that first double, that's when I would have took his ass out. I mean, <laughs> I would have took him out because you, you just can't do that, man. You get paid. I know this was this was like his, you know, a start for him, but that's I, I was just disappointed. And then this sucks that um, you know Ryan Braun got hurt. A lot of people like to talk, but they want to talk about him. But I think he would have delivered if he was there. I think he would have got that run we needed, and we could, it could have been a closer game. But we're still in it, baby. You know, our backs against the wall, so that's when you just, you know you got to go all out tomorrow. Yeah, and I wonder about Brawny tomorrow. Vincent, hey, take it easy, man. Great hearing from you. And, and yeah, they are still alive, and they're still in this thing for sure. But with two ABs as, as the, the lead run with Ryan Braun with a bat in his hand, you get two shots at it. With Braun's history, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know if you yeah, – I mean um, – you could say that you have a 70% chance of getting him out. Bronny tends to step up. And I'll tell you, in, in L.A., uh, you know, his friends and family and all that stuff, not at the stadium but nearby, just the swagger of Bronny at Dodger Stadium, I don't know. I, I, would, have, I would have put money that he comes through there. But you just don't know for sure. And the, the other thing on Brent Suter – uh, game plan for the Dodgers may have been to let him get himself into trouble. Don't go, don't go chasing waterfalls here. And that's maybe what they they were doing. And maybe it was more, uh, not just Brent Suter being off, but maybe as well a, a plan of attack by the L.A. Dodgers. So you do have to credit that offense. Boy, that offense is stacked. Wow. We don't get to see them much being in the West, but uh, they are they are stacked with. Uh, Bottom line is the Brewers were in this game. They were. And two, it, it was almost two games. It was almost the tale of two games uh, where first you see the mighty Dodgers. They do this, that, and the other thing. They take a three-zip lead in the first inning, and they're off and running. Well, the other side of the coin is uh, Craig Council managed baseball teams. Somehow, some way, you're in it. You find a way. And that's that's sort of the two games in this thing. The bullpen was outstanding tonight. It really was. Guys, it was one inning or one run given up from the second inning with two outs. So third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, six and a third of one run ball against that Dodgers team. And the names weren't Devin Williams and Josh Hader. The names were Eric Yardley, Drew Rasmussen, and Freddie Peralta. And Justin Topa, all of those guys through six and a third of one run ball. That's that's amazing. Craig Council was right. We're fine in our bullpen. That's what he said this week before the series even started. All right, I, I have to get to a break here. 414-799-1250. If you're on hold, sit right there. The Brewers fall in game one of this best of three wild card series is what they're calling it. Those Dodgers, it seems only fitting that it goes to a game three, doesn't it? Want to get your reaction on this and your prediction for tomorrow night as well. It's the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a game one loss, 4-2 final. We'll be back on The Fan.
It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post-game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, the Brewers fall in game one of the wild card series against the Dodgers 4-2 the final. Welcome back, baby Shade and Blind postgame show. I'm talking about it tonight, or should I say this morning. Uh, we'll get to uh, the numbers here in just a second. Uh, what is it, uh, 15 strikeouts? 14 strikeouts for Brewers back. No, you were right. It is 15. 15? Yeah. Okay, I'm, uh, yeah, I was right. Let's try to get by with one. Save someone a strikeout. 15 strikeouts. I know the Dodgers. Bueller's good. Hey, did you happen to see uh, all the, uh, uh, the the blister situation on Bueller? I didn't know it was legal to apply something to your hand like that. I'm not sure about that. Uh, someone should check. And uh, I'm not saying that's why they lost. They lost because they got two runs. But I don't know, just something to throw out there. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next. What's happening? How you doing, Tim? Well, I've been better. Austin, Vincent. You know, <laughs> here's my take. I'll keep it quick. You know me. The, I'm watching the game. The play-by-play guy on ESPN. This was a love affair with the Dodgers. Call it what it is. This was ESPN's love fest on the Dodgers. No, no, I'm not going there. Well, I am. I I had to rewind. He said he blamed the COVID on Yelich hitting 208. I was like, are we getting that crazy? He's hitting 208. What can we do? And you change the bat? Tiger Woods, my hero. Change equipment 50 times. Well, he only won 15 majors. That's like winning eight MVPs. Okay. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. And you know what? The pitching has not been bad. No, four it's been runs good. It's not eight runs, nine runs. That's no, four runs on six hits. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of hits. For the Brewers, how far would that go, eh? No doubt, no doubt. And they you know were well what? within reason to win this game. Oh, I got to uh, – If the, I think it's over tomorrow, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> okay. I'm sad. You might be hey, right. Hey, I know that. I'll be sad, hey, too. You got a dog? I have two. Oh, awesome. What kind of dogs you got? <laughs> Okay, uh, two black labs, big boys. Oh, I got a chocolate. Aren't they great? They're great. This they is, are. Why? Why? Why do you ask that? Because am I going to need yeah. some some grief counseling or something? No, 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 no. I, you know, I call this the radio a lot, the big show, Bar Winkler. I just don't want to call about sports. You know, there's other stuff to talk about, but I got gotcha. you. Uh, okay. Well, I called the big show today, and I asked them, Gary, Sparky, and Leroy, give me your 1 to 10 confidence meter. Me and Sparky have three. Leroy, I don't know where he got eight, and Gary has five. Where's your confidence meter? How's um, that winning this series? Uh, well, at this point, it's going to be tough. But in, oh, in terms of winning, in, in terms of winning the game tomorrow, 
I think the confidence should be up around seven or eight. They proved it oh, tonight. Wow. See, well, they proved it tonight. Now, had he asked me prior to this game, maybe it would have been different. Yeah, I know. I He's know. Retiring, isn't he? I know. All right. Well, listen, right, Mike. Well, thank you. you. Enjoy your. You got a lot of calls. Yep. Enjoy, enjoy your night. I'll call. Uh, yeah, I'll be on uh, the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow. We'll be talking about uh, some Brewers baseball, I think, uh, on the show tomorrow. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game with Gene Wagner Plumbing, a company you can trust. Residential, commercial, industrial. GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. It is that bottom of the first inning, four walks and a double, and three runs later. I'm sorry, two runs later. He waited on the third till the second inning. Two runs on a hit and four walks for Brent Suter. Are you kidding me? Okay, maybe not as are you kidding me moment as that would be Christian Yelich in the leadoff spot taking two fastballs for strikes to start the game. I don't know why that bugs me. It just does. I'm not in the box. I don't see, you know, I don't see how it comes out of Bueller's hand. Dude's tough. Maybe see, he hides it well. I, I'm not sure. I don't have that vantage point. But two fastball strikes. What else do you want? Looking for a hanging breaker every time up there? That's going to get you in trouble. We all know that. You don't have to be a big league hitter to know that. That's just almost an are you kidding me moment of the game. And certainly not a turning point in this one. The turning point, uh, which is brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway uh, for track rental and event information, uh, go to greatlakesdragway.com. To me, the turning point was when Braun was removed. It wasn't the bottom of the first inning. The, the, hey, they righted the ship. They did with Yardley. Just Yardley was, you know, he's flying under the radar with with a fantastic season, a buck fifty nine ERA throughout the season this year. Nobody thought that out of the side wheeler. Um, but yeah, the turning point in this game when Braun was removed, he would have had uh, a minimum of two opportunities to do some damage. And, wow, that's just too bad. You can't predict injuries, as we all know. We all know Ryan Braun. It's hit or miss. And at any moment, the rug will be pulled out from you, and it was tonight for sure. Let's check out the numbers with Labor's International Union Local 113 as uh, the Brewers fall 4-2 to two in this Game 1 of the Wild Card Series against the Dodgers. Christian Yelich tonight goes 2-5 for five with a pair of strikeouts. Ryan Braun in his two at-bats, 0 for 2 and two strikeouts. Jed Jerko goes 0 for 4. 1 for 4 with a uh, run scored for Daniel Vogelbach. A couple of strikeouts. Avisail Garcia, nice game, 3 for 4. Uh, Orlando Arcia goes 1 for 4 with that run scored and two knocked in with the solo sh- uh, the two-run homer in that fourth inning. He also, by the way, struck out three times. Uh, Eric Sogard goes 0 for 3 with a walk. Keston Hira, same thing, 0 for 3 with a walk. Omar Narvaez uh, goes 0 for 1. Tyrone Taylor, 0 for 2. Jacob Nottingham, 0 for 2, two strikeouts. And Jace Peterson with a plate appearance. He drew a walk in that ninth inning. Pitching lines tonight, ugly for Brent Suter. One and two-thirds innings pitched. 
three hits, three runs, all earned, five walks, and no strikeouts. Oof. Eric Yardley, however, two and a third, no hits, no runs, no walks, and a pair of strikeouts. Justin Topa goes two innings, nice outing, one hit, no runs, uh, with a walk. Uh, Freddie Peralta, one inning, one hit, one run, no walks, and a strikeout. Drew Rasmussen, one inning, one hit, no runs, no walks, with a pair of strikeouts. Dodgers in this one get four runs on just six hits with an error. The Brewers two runs on seven hits, no errors to win. It goes to Urias, and the loss to Brent Suter saved to Jansen, and obviously the Brewers down 0-1 in this best of three. And they'll go back at it tomorrow. It's Brandon Woodruff on the hill. Still a lot to get to uh, tonight or this morning, whichever day part you're in right now. Uh, as uh, we'll hear from Craig Council, and it looks like we'll hear from Brent Suter. Interested in hearing that confirmation. Okay, we are going to hear from Brent Suter. That's all coming up. You guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Uh, we'll get to, uh, let's go to Mike, another Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. What's up? Uh, I just took a puff of my cigarette. Let me take a breath. Um, <laughs> okay. Did Did you feel like Suter should have come out a little sooner? He never should have walked out there for the second inning. Okay. All right. That was, I mean, we wanted the first game, didn't we? I well, mean, of course. It, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think there was too much uh, looking ahead. Uh, yeah. We only got uh, two out of three. Um, we can't, we can't afford to let him right the ship or let him get back in, in the groove and, find his niche we couldn't afford that and I thought no plus his pitch count was up and and really in all reality if you wanted to put him hold him in 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 advance and in, in just that one inning he may have been available to go on on Friday if they got yeah. that far well I don't know he doesn't have his stuff right now I don't know but anyhow uh tomorrow's the next game uh, that's what I wanted to know um it's too bad with Braun I just man when I heard he was out of the game I just thought I get it with the sore back and stuff, but man, one more at that. But, yeah, and okay. it's you know it's, it's it's all coming on the heels. Hey, Mike, I got to turn you loose. It's all coming on the heels of the news earlier today in Devin Williams. Yeah, that that too. Now I'm not saying that having Devin Williams here was going to make a difference. I wondered, you know, hypothetically, what would have happened in a one-run game heading into that seventh inning. Whether or not Council would have went with Devin Williams and Josh Hader, I doubt it. I think he would have probably gone with the same couple of guys, a, a Peralta, combination of Peralta, Rasmussen, Topa-type pitcher, maybe a, maybe even a Ray Black, possibly a Corey Knable. But I do wonder about that. Tie game, yeah, I think he goes to Devin Williams and, and Josh Hader. But Devin not in the mix here. As uh, Josh Hader, uh, he he is available, and I think he's probably, given the situation, you may not get to him, who knows what's going to happen, but given the situation, I think you've got him for, dare I say it, at least six outs. Now let's play the other hypothetical before the break here. Think about this. What if the Brewers are up by one? <clears throat> And it's uh, two outs in the seventh inning. <laughs> and there's like, you know, two runners on, second and third. 
and a huge matchup. I wonder if that's the old Josh Hader coming in for the old two and a third. Does put in for a good thought. I don't know. The best case scenario is Brandon Woodruff does exactly what he did his last time out, and that's eight scoreless on two hits and ten punch outs. Then hand the ball to Hader and get this thing to Friday. Could happen, guys. Could. Woody's, that last performance may have been the best of his career. I know he had the seven-inning, 10-plus uh, 10, 10 strikeout performance as well. With this past outing, that gives you hope for tomorrow. It really does. All right, we'll get to our break here, and we'll get to Craig Council on the other side. Also, Brent Suter. Can't wait to hear from uh, the left-hander. And Craig Council, hopefully, with some info on Ryan Braun. They need him tomorrow. They needed him tonight with his final two at-bats. Could have made the difference. We all are aware of that. That's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's playoff baseball, and that we should all be happy about. Brewers and Dodgers in game one of this wild card series. Game one goes to the Dodgers. 4-2 final. We'll be right back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shaden Blind Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. Craig, I'm sure of all the things you thought could happen in the game night, Brent walking people like that wasn't one of them. He just never does that. Yeah, I mean, it was very uncharacteristic. Um, and frankly, you know, we've never seen an outing from Brent like that. Um you know, there is, you know, the concern with Brent I always have is there's, when his ball's not cutting, uh, you're worried about kind of the, the, the damage and it happens quickly. But but not throwing, I mean, you got three outs in the first inning and you threw nine strikes and 23 balls, I think. So it was just, it was a odd outing from him, just one we haven't seen. Craig, Craig is that one that you chalk up to nerves? I mean, I would chalk it up to he couldn't throw strikes. I mean, that which is that's what's abnormal. They just couldn't throw strikes. Um, you know, he he did. I'll give them credit. There was a bunch of borderline pitches that they just didn't swing at, and and they got balled. Um, I don't. I, I think they probably were balls from what I've heard, uh, but they they also didn't swing at him. Um, and, and Brent can get swings on those borderline pitches as well too. So. You know, give them credit for laying off the the borderline stuff as well, and you know, a couple strike a strike here, a strike there, get you back in the count, and that that changes at bats. Craig and sending back up for the second inning is it is it just the situation you're in with the injuries you have that sort of forces you to do that? Um. Well, I I, I mean, I wasn't ready to, to to leave the outing after one inning. No, I I think. You know, I, I wasn't ready to, to bail on him after one inning, no. We d- Brent just kind of described what that feeling is like on the mound. You know, obviously he said just a lonely feeling and like the whole world was kind of zooming in on him. I mean, how hard is that to watch a guy try to work his way out of that, especially when it's a guy like Brent who you just don't see that from? Um. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a, it was uncharacteristic, and so you think you send him out there for the second, and he and he kind of gets it. You know, he got three outs, and he gets it going, and and maybe he gives us three innings, and um, you know, we're, we're and we're we're still in good shape. You know, that that's that was the thought. Um, he did. He just didn't have it tonight. You know, it just it just didn't work. Um, you know, we kept the game there, and our our bullpen, our guys did a heck of a job, and uh, we we had some chances to to even it up and to and some some guys in the right spots. Um, so I thought our guys competed really well, um, and, and we gave ourselves a shot. It's just we just didn't kind of come through in the last uh, on that on that hit with two outs or or whatever. Yardley and Tulpa in particular were really good um, stabilizing stabilizing the game behind Suter. Um, you had to be impressed with the way they performed, correct? Yeah, they both pitched great. They were outstanding. Um, you know, Yardley came into a tough spot and got a big out, but a nice play, um, and then pitched two great innings. It's his longest, it's longest he's pitched this year, I believe. Um, and then Tulpa went through the, the kind of heart of their order and did a nice job. Craig, one of those offensive chances came in um, Braun's spot, uh, where I'm sure you would have loved to have him up there against the lefty. Did he get hurt on that that catch banging into the wall? Is it the, the same thing with the back? Uh, I mean, he, he actually um, he hurt himself Sunday in St. Louis, um, and we and we tried to give it a shot today, and at, at some point it was a no go. Did you get hurt in the game in St. Louis? What what happened, Craig? In the game, yeah. Yeah. S- same thing, the back? Yeah, I mean it's it's a mid back strain. Um so um and it happened in the field um on, on a on a play that he made. Kind of a different mechanism than than some of the stuff that's been bugging him. But um yeah. Is it just going to be day to day the rest of the way, like tomorrow, maybe DH, or do you think he's out? Uh, I, I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I'd, I'd say you could call it day to day. I think everybody is at this point. Craig, as good as Bueller was those first three innings, you started getting some really good swings on him in the fourth, and Orlando hits that home run. And all of a sudden, it's a different game. It's three to two. And considering how quick they got three runs, you know, that was a kind of a stunning kind of change in momentum. And then after that, you know, their bullpen's obviously good like yours is. Uh, but but you must have felt like you had a real chance right there. Well, we had, we had for sure. I mean, after, I thought after the RCA homer, it's, you know, that game is, you know, one pitch away really for, for the rest of the game really. So, um you know, from their perspective, I thought Urias did a great job. He pitched really well, um, and that was kind of the key. We, you know, we got Bueller out of the game. We early-ish, you know, and um, but Urias, you know, gave them multiple innings and 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 did it really well. Um, so his, I thought he was a, a big key to the game for them. But we, yeah, I mean, we. You know, like I said, we were one swing away after after the RC homer. The whole game were one swing away. You know, and that's that's uh, with the way the game started. It's, there's no consolations here, but um, you know, you want to give yourself a shot. A whole bunch of strikeouts again tonight. I know their pitching is very good. 
Um, but you've seen that a lot this year, and that's just continues to be an issue, doesn't it? I mean, I, the runs is the issue. We're just the runs. We got to score. You know, I'll, we can strike out, but we got to put some runs on the board. We're, we're, it's the runs. Anything else, guys? Uh, just, uh, Craig, uh, how does your pitching staff look given the early exit for Brent today? Um, well, I, I think you guys can figure it out. I mean, you know, there's, there's some guys that pitched a bunch today. We'll see how they're doing tomorrow. Um, we got a bunch – we had some guys that didn't pitch. Brandon Woodruff's pitching tomorrow for us. Um, so – I mean, it's. I think it's pretty simple to figure out. You always feel good when he's on the mound, though, don't you, Craig? Yeah, we. Um, I mean, he, he's he's the guy we want out there, and, and he's been in this spot before. Um, he's delivered in this spot before, um, and we're going to lean on him tomorrow. And I, I don't, you know, he's the guy we want out there. So. Um, I, I think there's a path for us here. I think with the, even with the short start today, I guess the best way to answer the previous question is I really think there's a path for us to, to be strong and pitching for the next two games. Um, but it's, it's obviously going to take a great start from Brandon. And, and that's what we, that's what he's capable of doing. Um, but I think if he does, if he does that, if he does his thing, we're going to be in good shape. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Do a uh, tirade, but uh, pretty close. We'll, we'll break that down. I'll make sure to save that audio so I can connect it to my philosophy here. The strikeouts... We, we can strike out as, as long as we, we score. We're not scoring runs. Okay, sir, they're connected. When you strike out a lot, it is much more difficult to score runs. Can we get that in baseball yet? How did we get to this point in baseball? We get to this point in baseball where strikeouts are just ah, go on our merry way. We're fine. Everything's good. And then you, you have a problem scoring runs. But yet the strikeouts are okay. No, they're, they're connected. They're interfaced. When you, when you strike out, nothing happens. Because if, if you cut down on the strikeouts, then you get just some runs just by putting balls in play occasionally. You're going to score more runs. I know that, that bugs me. That drives me crazy. And I think it drives a lot of people crazy including those that are into the modern game of baseball, which I'm getting used to. I understand. But it's still baseball here, and it's still a strikeout. The most unproductive at-bat you can possibly do. So let's just keep that uh, in our hip pocket for future reference here. Uh, Austin, uh, Austin, Texas, producing the show. Can, that's your homework assignment tonight. You make sure that we keep that little clip of Craig Council talking about strikeouts and not scoring runs. <laughs> we can strike out, but we just need to score a bunch of more runs. <laughs> okay. Can you, can you earmark that? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. Whatever happened to choking up on the bat and put it into play? 
Some players do. I mean, what happened to that? Is Votto that just does lost it. Rizzo, Rizzo does it. There's a lot of players that do. I wish we it's, would do that. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Occasionally <laughs> I mean, it'd be on. nice. Occasionally it would be. 15 strikeouts for the Brewers batters today. And again, I give credit to Dodgers pitchers. You you do at some point that at, at in some games you do have to do that. So this may may be one of those isolated incidents. It may be. But I'm just telling saying overall perspective on strikeouts versus scoring runs. All right, spark of the game with Current Electric, your electrician superheroes at callcurrent.com. Brewers down 3 zip. Now the difference between a 2 to nothing game and a 3 nothing game, you guys know my philosophy. That is that is really monumental. It is. Two runs, you're okay, man. You're you're fine. You're in this ball game. A bloop and the blast, as they say. But um, when you when you get to a, a one run game, council's right on that. You're one pitch away. I mean, you and you you can get this thing one crooked number, two run shot. You're in the lead, and they had ample opportunities to do that tonight. It didn't happen, but to get back to three two after being down three zip and after the way the game started was amazing, and it was sparked up by Orlando Arcia. And the 0-2 to Arcia. That ball is ripped to left field. He thinks he may have got it, and he did. A two-run shot, Orlando Arcia. And just like that, the Brewers are back within a run. Yeah, that was the spark of the game with Current Electric. Orlando Arcia ties the franchise mark. I haven't confirmed this, but it looks, uh, Austin, you have. It, it ties the franchise mark of uh, most postseason home runs in Brewers history. Yep, with four. Uh, Unbelievable that four is the the franchise record. Four postseason We've only been to the postseason a handful of times. It uh, you know, makes sense, I guess. To put that into perspective, Dodgers pitcher tonight, uh, Walker Bueller, has 36 innings of baseball pitched in the postseason. He's 26 years old. I mean, think about that. And a 272 ERA in the postseason. Guy's dynamite. I'll, I'll give him that. Been uh, struggling with a blister issue uh, all season long, thus the 344 ERA. Seven strikeouts in every start this year, so that trend continues. Well. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Brent Suter. I, I couldn't figure it out. I do give some credit. This wasn't all Brent Suter's issue with five walks through uh, an inning and two-thirds performance tonight. They did have a game plan against him. That was clear to see. They were going to let him himself get him in trouble. And he did, he did just that. They weren't chasing. But, man, I can't figure out how that happened. It was just sort of embarrassing. It, it kind of was. And you hate seeing a guy in that position. But let's hear from Brent Suter, and he'll explain things after the break here. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, after a game one loss to the Dodgers, playoff baseball, it's all situational in playoff baseball. Yeah, I have a few more comments on Christian Yelich after we hear from Brent Suter next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. 
It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Well, there's positives in, in every Brewers game. I, I know I can find them. And, and the positive is, is that they shut down a really good offense with the likes of Eric Yardley. The likes of Justin Topa and Drew Rasmussen, Freddie Peralta, they shut these guys down pretty good. And the offense is back on their heels a little bit. Now they've got to go back out there and face, the Dodgers offense does, Brandon Woodruff tomorrow. So there's there's some positives in this. Christian Yelich, a couple of hits. Now against the lefty Kershaw tomorrow, I doubt he will be in that leadoff spot. I think it's going to be back to Garcia, but... Maybe there's another wrinkle uh, on deck show. We'll have the starting lineups with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. So we'll have that for you again. Carbon copy the timeline tonight uh, for tomorrow, 8 o'clock on deck show. And then we'll be up late with you about this time tomorrow as well. These playoff games tend to run a little bit longer. So uh, I don't mind. I don't mind staying up all night if I have to uh, talking Brewers with you guys. Playoff baseball, there's nothing better. Brewers, playoff, baseball. I love those three words. Uh, now, Brent Suter forced into a number of reasons into starting this game one of the series. Who would have thought it'd be Brent Suter with the likes of uh, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Brett Anderson and Adrian Hauser and Josh Lindblom and but it was, and it didn't. Uh, it didn't go well uh, early. One and two thirds for well, it didn't go well at all, really. One and two thirds for Brent Suter, uh, as he uh, allows uh, three runs on five walks with five walks, three hits, five walks, uh, three doubles in the game. Just was a mess for Brent Suter. Let's get to his comments after this Brewers loss. Brent, just what do you think happened there in, in the first inning? Um. You know, I, a lot of things, you know, nerves going on. Um, excited to be out there, grateful to be out there. And then, uh, you know, Mookie gets that leadoff double, um, you know, and I'm thinking about him. I think it took some focus off the plate and then I missed some corners. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of a snowball effect. I was trying to breathe, trying to, you know, disengage and just do the, you know, the normal routine to get me back in, back in sync. And I just couldn't find it. Um, and just a lot of bad misses, um, just gave him, gave him two runs. Just gave him a, you know, spot him two runs right there. Um, just felt terrible. I was doing everything I could, my normal, more normal things to get back in in line and get back in the zone. And it's just like a struggle to find it. Brent, it looked like you were missing primarily arm side. Um, were you able to go back and look? I don't know what access you guys have to looking at video after you pitch, but were you able to tell what it was that was making you, you know, miss almost all, always off to your left? Uh, I haven't looked at video yet. We, uh, you know, we're not allowed to look at it during the games, but um, I was probably just rushing. Um, I was trying to get my my eyes down there, and that usually helps me stay back that much more to get get on time. And I was just rushing. I couldn't. I, I was trying to slow down and it just wasn't wasn't happening for a lot of pitches. So um yeah, it was one of those letdowns. Um, you know, felt like let the team down big time. Um and it's it was tough, but 
bullpen did a heck of a job picking us up and keeping us in the game. It was, you know, incredible effort by guys, you know, Yardley, Tope, you know, Freddie, Rassi did awesome. So, uh, and Orlando getting that home run kept us, you know, got us right back in the game. So despite pitching about as bad as I've ever pitched, we still had a chance to win. So that was, uh, that was a cool feeling of having the teammates pick us up. Brent, you said there were some bad misses, but how disciplined is that lineup too? Because it felt like you just weren't getting swings on the fastball, even if it was close to the zone, right? Like just how, how disciplined are they at the plate? Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot to give them credit too. They, they did a good job of uh, laying off some pitches that I normally get swings at, um, you know, foul balls at least, strikes. Um, so Got to got to tip your hat to them. They didn't really let me breathe. They were doing a lot of a lot of things at second base. They got guys on uh, to start both innings, so uh, they did a, a good job of you know putting the pressure on. Uh, so you got to give them some credit as well. They uh, they're really disciplined team, and when it was in the zone, they were taking good swings at. It. When it was off, they were laying out so uh, laying off it. So yeah, it's a good good lineup, uh, good team, and uh, we knew it was a challenge. But I just I wish I would have uh, you know made them beat me a little bit more tonight. Um, I kind of just beat, beat myself more, more of the time, or at least some of the time. Brent, uh, you know, Chris came out and, you know, tried to get you, you know, reset once, but then that's it. You just get the one visit. When you're missing like that, is it just, is it just the worst feeling in the world? Because, I mean, you got to keep throwing, right? And yeah. you're just missing. Is, it, is that just the worst feeling in the world? When, when you're uh, stuck like that, yeah, uh, it is. It's a very lonely feeling. Um, there was it almost felt like an effect of like the whole world was just like zoom, you know, zooming in. I couldn't, like, I couldn't make the adjustment. You know, I just had to keep trying to battle through it. Um, yeah, it's it's a bad bad feeling. Uh, you know, we don't have it all the time as baseball players uh, once we're at this level, but there are some times where this game, you know, it's a hard game. There's a lot of things that go into delivery to get pitches to go where you want and some days you just can't find it for whatever reason and it, it makes for a long and uh, miserable day so I, I threw two innings but I felt felt like I threw you know eight I couldn't believe how slow time was going by uh, just it was not not good uh, not fun but again the the team picking picking us up and keeping us in that game was uh, was incredible. Brent, you have uh, Brandon Woodruff going tomorrow. I imagine you think that's the the right guy, the guy you guys want on the mound to try to extend this thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's he's a big game pitcher. He's uh, he's you know one of our, our horses, one of our two aces on our staff, and uh, yeah, he's we have all the confidence in the world in him, and uh, you know what he'll what he'll do tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to watching him pitch. Um, yeah, he's he's just the best. Brent, you talked a little bit about your process for slowing the game down, for breathing. I'm wondering if you found yourself in a situation similar to today where you went through the process and it worked and you recovered and we never knew because it worked so well. Yeah, uh, almost every outing uh, this year, there's you know a lot of times where I throw two bad pitches in a row and it's, it's something to do, not necessarily they weren't competitive misses, so I have to take that reset um, and then get back in the strike zone. So yeah, it happened last outing um or the outing before this happened outing before that as well just had to take a step back and then get back in the zone pretty sure it happened yeah it happened definitely the outing before that so it's literally happens about every outing um but 
more, more often than not, I'm able to reset and get back in it. But today it was, oh, it was a struggle to get back on it. So, um, like I said, sometimes these are the, oh, these are the nightmare games that you're, you're doing everything you can, but it just, it's not working. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. Yeah, so we know the final of this one, 4-2 Dodgers, and, uh, you know, the back's against the wall now. They've got to win game two to extend this thing into Friday, and as uh, Brent Suter just said there, yeah, they've got their guy on the hill. So uh, more on that, the uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show tomorrow at 8, or, well, technically tonight. At 8 o'clock, and then first pitch a little bit after 9. I believe that's slated for 9.08. And they'll get underway Clayton Kershaw against Brandon Woodruff. Uh, On the scoreboard, historic day. Eight games in uh, professional Major League Baseball playoff games for the first time in history. So some history made. And Austin, I'll bring you in here, Austin, Texas. I will uh, do the first one. I like this one. This one is uh, the Miami Marlins take down the Chicago Cubs. The final is 5-1. to one. Hendricks gives up three. And Jeremy Jeffress gives up a two-run shot to Jesus Aguilar. <laughs> so J- Jeremy Jeffress has, has not done well in the postseason uh, last, last few years. So, I mean, and we had predicted, uh, or at least I did, that J.J. would would blow up by season's ends, and he's had a nice season. But uh, you see what happened uh, back in 18 against the Colorado Rockies, uh, as well as the L.A. Dodgers in that same year. It it just didn't happen for him. Uh, So, nonetheless, uh, it it was nice to report that the Cubs fell 5-1. Yeah, and there was uh, there was some pretty good games today. Also, some series that ended already today, uh, even before the Brewers got their first game in. Uh, we'll start in Atlanta, where the longest scoreless game went on today. Uh, Thirteen innings this game went. The Braves ended up beating the Reds one to nothing as Freddie Freeman hit a walk off single in the thirteenth inning. Um, yeah, I mean, that game was scoreless. Bauer was outstanding. Seven and two-thirds scoreless, 12 punch-outs. Yep, and got the no decision. Um, yep. So, yeah, that game started off today, um, and it went quite long. That They were not expecting that game to go quite as long. Uh, the Astros took on the Twins today. Uh, the Astros went into today leading the series one to nothing. All they needed was one win to close it out. And the Twins, um, yeah, they didn't get it done today. The Astros took them down three to one. Not today. They they haven't won a postseason game in eight. I believe it's eighteen games. Yep, I was gonna get to that. They haven't won a postseason game since two thousand and four. They've been swept in every series they get in. Normally, it's to the Yankees. <laughs> yep. So tough fate for the Twins today. Uh, you already covered the Marlins in the Cubs game uh, in Anaheim, or sorry, not in Anaheim in Oakland. The White Sox took on the Athletics, trying to close out the series. Uh, the A's did hang on by a score of five to three to keep their season alive. Um, let's jump to uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, the Blue Jays took the L today, eight to two. Rays move on to the next series. Uh, the Cardinals. I got nothing on that one. Rays and Jays just I I probably don't even care. Yeah, Hunter Renfro <laughs> hit a point. Hunter... Unless unless the Brewers face one of them in the World Series. 
Yeah, and it's looking like a tall task for that to happen. So Hunter Renfro did hit a grand slam in that game to move the the Rays onto the next series. Uh, the Cardinals were in San Diego to face the Padres. The Cardinals unfortunately ended up winning this game seven to four. They take a one nothing series lead. Um, and then to a crazy game in Cleveland where the Yankees came out on top 10 to nine to advance to the next round. They, they win the series two to nothing, but this game was back and forth all game long. I was talking to you a little yeah. bit about it during the Brewers game. They were tied six, six, eight, eight, nine, nine. Yep. It was a uh, DJ LeMahieu tie-breaking single in the ninth inning off of uh, Cleveland's closer, Brad hand that yeah. uh, gave the Yankees the lead. Yeah, that's that's just a wild day in, in, in baseball here. And then the final game tonight, Brewers uh, fall to the Dodgers. And, uh, you know, if it's going to be a habit of Brewers versus Dodgers in the postseason, you know, two out of every three years, uh, you know, I'll take that trend. I, I will. Because sooner or later the Brewers are going to break through. And it may happen tomorrow and Friday. It absolutely could happen. Clayton Kershaw like a four-and-a-half ERA in the postseason. Does not pitch well in the postseason, uh, historically. Now, again, any given day, it, it can happen. But interested in seeing the lineup for Craig Council because, you know, with the lefty going, I just wonder there'd be no Sogard. Ben Gamble would stay out of the lineup. Narvaez is going to be out of the lineup. I mean, you've got... You got to go with Urias, uh, Brawny, maybe out of that lineup, and he chews up lefties. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show will get you ready for game two. That will be on the air at 8 o'clock. And after the last pitch, you make the switch right here, Baby Shade and Blind post game show. Hopefully, talking about a Brewers victory. And as uh, the, the saying goes, the beat would go on then into Friday. But tough loss for the Brewers tonight. Comes down to scoring two runs and a bad start by Brent Suter. Those two things. Well, an injury. I guess you would throw that into the mix here. Injury to Ryan Braun, who uh, we gleaned from Craig Council. Hurt the back. Maybe it's a little something different than he's been going through. Not maybe. Craig Council said it was. This is a different malady that he's going through now. Said he heard it on Sunday in Sunday's game. The regular season finale. So cross your fingers. Hopefully Ryan Braun uh, is going to be in that lineup tomorrow because uh, I would love to see him take on Kershaw with three or four ABs in front of him and runners aboard and game on the line. I would love to see that. All right, Austin, uh, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a great night, great morning, and we'll see you tonight at 8 with the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Actually, I'll see you guys at 2 on the Wendy's Big Show as I'm going to be filling in uh, for Sparky. He's, he's out running around doing something. So uh, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and myself on the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow at 2. In the meantime, you guys have a great morning and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.